It's all about kicking back, relaxing, and enjoying the show. Take the time out of your day to listen to new music and the new sound of radio. Tune in every day, all day, for the greatest hits, latest news, and community events that you can be a part of. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. Hi, honey. Oh, hi, honey. How did your meeting go? My meeting went great. I'll be home in a couple of hours. I can't wait to see you. I hope you're ready for Valentine's Day. I have a special dinner planned, the fireplace is lit, and I'll be wearing that outfit you like. Sounds perfect. And guess what? I just downloaded the latest edition of The Kiss Room, just for you. Oh, you are the best. I can't wait to curl up by the fire and listen. Well, you wanted the best, and you got it. Kiss Army, you wanted the best and you got it. I am Matt Porter and you are in the Kiss Room. I got some special guests in the Kiss Room with me today. I have Michael Cavaccini, award-winning writer, historian, blogger, currently working on the TNA Impact Wrestling book. I'll tell you, we're going to talk about that because we also have Dale Donnerheim. Did I even get close? Almost. (laughs) He is a rock and rager fresh off the Chris Jericho cruise. And on the line should be the Tower Power, the man of the hour, the host of the Decibel Geek podcast, and the driving force behind the National Rock and Pod Expo. Chris Sinzak, are you there? I'm here, Matt. How are you doing? Look at that. I'm doing great because usually if the phone doesn't work, it makes me very nervous. So look, we're all here. We're having the best time ever. Chris, you're long distance. I won't keep you too long. How are you doing? I feel like I've been shot out of a cannon, brother. Look, shot out of a cannon. We can all relate. (laughs) Now, look, I know with just about a month until the Rock and Pod Expo, I know that you're working overtime. Probably about five cups of coffee a day? Uh, Yeah, we'll we'll say that as a low estimate, but you can tell that. (laughs) So, of course, what we're talking about, Nashville Rock and Pod is coming up March 17th, 18th, 19th in Nashville. Chris, lay some details on us. I got to figure this is the chance for everybody out there that's on the fence, that's thinking, should I go? Should I stay? You got to be there. Tell them all about it, Chris. Yeah, so we got three full days of cool stuff going on. We got Friday. We'll... Well, for the podcasters and the VIPs, they're going to have a cocktail mixer before the pre-party show, which will be a rare hair set with several special guests performing songs, including Jason McMaster, Eric Martin, and a whole bunch of special guests. We have uh, Jeremy Asprock from the Ace Fraley Band is going to be playing some songs, uh, a whole lot of great great uh, cover songs on that show. Saturday, all day, of course, the Rock and Pod Expo, over 50 celebrity guests, over 40 podcasts from all over the world, including England this time, mm. and uh, I think over 50 different vendors, vinyl, memorabilia, comics, pop culture, toy, horror, everything, and uh, panel discussions, live interviews, 
meet and greet sessions, the whole shebang. Sounds uh, biggest great. Biggest place we've ever had. Saturday night is Keel Fest 2, which is Ron Keel's thing. It's a Keel, Ron Keel band, uh, a Steeler reunion with him and Rick Fox mm. and Mitch Perry, our star, and uh, Crashing Wayward and the Fifth, who are both great bands on their label, going to be doing playing Nashville for the first time. And then Sunday, for the KISS fans, we have a KISS movie screening of KISS Exposed with Courtney Cronin-Dold, Don Jameson, and Craig Gass doing commentary through the movie. Now, look, you and, just unpacked uh, a lot of stuff there, Chris. And I'll tell you, kind of going through it day by day, just that rare yeah. hair bit is amazing because in, in years past, you've always managed to pull in awesome people to jam together. Like, just to give one of my favorite memories was when Michael Sweet got up with the, you know, what I guess you can call them Jeans Band Aces Band, the Nashville, you know, rock and roll residency, and they were doing Van Halen songs with Michael Sweet. And it's like, you just don't know what you're going to get. So then all of a sudden, like you're saying, you got Eric Martin, and like you said, here's the key thing, people, if you're listening to me, you don't know who's going to pop up. It might be your favorite. That's why you got to be at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo, people. <laughs> and uh, one more thing to plug to close out the weekend. We're doing an awesome uh, punchlines and backlines comedy show with Courtney Craig and Don doing their comedy. Also, Eric Martin is going to try stand up for the first time, wow. and then he's going to do he's going to do a full acoustic set with his band uh, to close out the weekend for us. Wow. Look, everything he just laid out, people, if you're on the fence about coming, you got to get your tickets now. Obviously, uh, if you go to rocknpod.com, so it's the rock, the letter N, pod.com, you can get your tickets. And it's funny because, as you mentioned, all those things about the, you know, what's going to be happening. I think about the first rock and pod and how it has grown from that because the first one really was a room full of podcasters. So, of course, everybody wants to come because they want to meet all of our powerful and attractive faces. <laughs> but, you know, when you had the heavy metal parking lot and things like that, it was such an event. And you've managed to grow this into a just superstar huge event. Thanks, man. It's uh, It's been a lot of work, uh, but it, it seems to just get bigger every year. And uh, it's like a family reunion for a lot of us. And people like you and Bobby and, you know, the group, the core group that came the first year, you know, you all mean a whole lot to me. So uh, you believed in it from the start, and I'm so glad you're coming back. You know, really thinking about that, like you had mentioned, it's the biggest venue that you've had. It's a lot, lot, lot bigger than what it was at that strip mall a bunch of years ago. What have been some of the main challenges in, in the kind of rapid growth? It's just, well, it's, it's you got to kind of hold on with both hands and just go with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's more guests, more podcasts, more, more vendors. It's just more of everything every year. So it's a lot of juggling. It's a lot of personalities to deal with, but uh, I think we do a pretty good job making it, making it all work. And I haven't, amazing team of people tracy andy uh yeah. my wife has really stepped up this year to help me kind of pull this together because it's uh, it's bigger than anything we've done before you know which is amazing the other thing people that are listening everybody needs to go like i said to rock and pod.com because the guest list is all there you're getting to see everybody who's going to be there and it is a sizable list some of them obviously that definitely as far as you know you're talking to here on the kiss room 
you know, there are definitely people with very strong Kiss roots. Obviously, somebody like Rick Fox coming in. Um, Eddie Ojeda from Twist's sister comes to my mind. Um, people like that. Obviously, Craig Gass. You can't think of Craig Gass and not think of him doing Gene Simmons. <laughs> he's hilarious. You know, he's oh, great. Yeah. And it's like, and we've had one of the, the one rock and pod, we had the podfather, Ken Mills, and Craig Gass doing a gene off, back and forth, doing the voice to each other. One of the funniest things I've ever seen because they were cracking each other up as much as they were cracking us up, you know, right there. It was just fantastic. I mean, and that's now you had mentioned on that Sunday, it's like a matinee, right? This is the afternoon, the Kiss Exposed, right? Uh, yeah, it'll be one o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, <clears throat> the place we did it last year, which is Full Moon Cineplex, and we had a great time doing Kiss Meets the Phantom last year, so we're excited to do it again with uh, Exposed this time. And look, anybody that's a Kiss fan, this is the value added that you're listening to the Kiss Room, that you want to see Kiss Exposed on the big screen. Now, here's the thing that if you've never been to like a Rocky Horror or a Mystery Science Theater, last year when they did, or two years ago, I would say last year because it was the last one that we were at, they did Kiss Meets the Phantom. The jokes from the comedians changed the movie like it was so funny plus the fact you're in a room with people who get every joke and that's the fun part you really get that experience because everybody knows minutiae you know and this is my favorite one and i'll give her the shout out courtney had the funniest line in kiss meets the phantom they show sam leaned over that little red box and he's and he's gonna go into the box and she says look it's the vinnie vincent tape collection that got the biggest <laughs> pop every because everybody knows what that means and it was so funny and she basically i think at put her hand up and said, okay, I'm out, because she had to go, right? But it was the highlight, yeah. I, and I think about that all the time. And now the problem is I can't watch the movie without thinking of that. I laugh every time, which is really... But look, Kiss Exposed, that will be ripe for their comedy stylings. There's no doubt There's about so that. There's good stuff in that. <laughs> right. When right. you think about, first of all, when you think about, it's just a lot of great Kiss content. But both, there's a lot to goof I on. I mean, there's so many great quotes. Edit her out, <laughs> roughage, right. uh, Joseph Kiss Sr. I mean, there's so much good stuff. Root beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, really, yeah, I that's, that's going to be amazing. I of, yeah, I thought about serving um, cereal with root beer in the back end. <laughs> You have to do that just for the joke factor that has to happen. <laughs> I have a feeling Matt Porter's done this at home. You know, just on a daily I love basis, it. right? But it, but not just any root beer. Gene Simmons money bag, you know, root beer. <laughs> it's better with Gene Simmons vodka. Yeah, right. Now you got to get a bottle of that. So I mean, obviously, look, Keel Fest. There's certainly ties with Keel. You know, you have Keel was produced by Gene Simmons at one point. Certainly, there's there's songs that go back and forth with Gene. So bring all your Keel stuff to get signed. Bring your Steeler album so you can get Rick Fox to sign it. You know, I mean, all those things that are happening. Look, if you want to just meet all these cool rock people, and the one thing that I would say is one of the things that's always been kind of the coolest thing about rock and pot everybody is just cool nobody walks around like a big star they're nice they want to meet their you know fans their listeners certainly us podcasters you know i'll give you a dollar if you want my autograph <laughs> a long way but it's one of those things now chris thinking about that i mean so, you know you have people coming from all over you know maybe give a quick rundown some of the guests that are coming yeah, so as you mentioned, uh, Eddie Ojeda from Twisted Sister, um, Eric Martin. So Eric will be involved in all three days. So if you're a fan of him and Mr. Big, you'll uh, definitely get your money's worth with him. 
uh, Jason McMaster from Dangerous Toys, uh, Mark Weiss, famous photographer who shot so many famous album covers. Uh, and those are like some of the big highlights for me. B.B. Buell, you know, who was, uh, you know, yeah. Steven Tyler's ex and also uh, actually put, met her at a book signing recently. And I was like, I heard that you're, you were Gene Simmons' date to uh, the night that he discovered Van Halen. She's like, yeah, but he never tells it the right way. I'm the <laughs> one who dragged him there to see Van Halen, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a, there's like over 50 people. Brett Carlisle, who's the new singer for Great White, is going to be part of it, so I'm excited to meet him. Uh, yeah, even Bob Berryhill from the Safaris, because Wipeout is turning 60 this year, so it's going to be cool to, to have him there to help promote that. But yeah, Stevie Rochelle from Tough and Metal Sludge, just a, just a whole ton of people that are coming, and of course all the, the ones that return every year, like Anthony from Tora Tora, the Roxy Blue guys. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited to see everybody. It really is going to be amazing, and I think all the you know the fact that there will be performances as well. It's not just meet and greets, but the fact that there are performances. I mean, Keel Fest in itself is going to be amazing. So, yeah, that's uh, it's going to be a long day and night, but it's going to be a lot of fun for everybody. And yeah, we were just happy that he wanted to do it in Nashville, and it just made too much sense not to have it be part of Rock and Bob. It's a long day and night. Do you ever get to relax during it? I know that during the event, you are running in 10 different directions. You always look a little stressed out. Everybody feels a little bad for you, but then everything works out all right. At what point do you get to relax, Chris? Uh, Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe during uh, Kiss Exposed. Yeah, yeah. But usually, by, if I can make it to Sunday, I'm usually good. There's a few things to wrap up, but most of uh, most of my work Saturday is my big day of work. So once I get through that, I should be good. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, obviously, that's the thing. I mean, having had it grown that much, I mean, like I think about the early days in that strip mall. You know, now that you're managing a much bigger space, the nice thing is it should be a lot of room for people to spread out. I think that's the one thing people have to know is that this new venue gives us a lot of room. Yeah, it's uh, it's huge. The 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 big ballroom that we had last time, or the biggest ballroom we had, was at the Marriott in 2019, and that was 8,000 square feet. So this room we're in is 36,000 square mm. feet. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I said it's going to be kind of reminiscent of the old Kiss conventions at the Rothman Center when it was in like a big gym, and everybody's just going around in circles, spending every last penny on this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> So, look, I think, uh, obviously, if if anybody's just tuning in, you are listening to The Kiss Room. We have Chris Sinzak, who is the host of the Decibel Geek podcast, but also the driving force behind the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo, which is happening March 17, 18, 19, which is also different. It was all, always in the summer. So what was really your, your idea moving it more toward the start, like the spring? Uh, a couple of reasons, uh, you know, 2022 was my uh, my youngest kid's last year of high school, and I wanted to just make sure I spent some time with her, so it's kind of like, let's just take a break in 2022, but then without uh, wanting to make people wait all the way to the following August, I decided, well, let's try it in the spring this time, and, and initially it was going to be April, but uh, NAM and a lot of other things go on in April, so I was like, well, that's not going to work, uh, so then we've moved it to March, and um, yeah, I had a lot of people surprisingly say well I, I normally don't get to come in august so now i'll get to come so a lot of great returning people such as yourself and then uh, of course a whole new crop of people that have never checked it out before so 
Uh, it should be interesting to see what it's like, and plus it won't be 106 degrees like normal this time. <laughs> right. Well, you know, you did thankfully plan it according to me right during Monaco's spring break, so it works out perfect because we're off that week. So, uh, you oh. know, I really appreciate you doing that, Chris. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to help. <laughs> now, look, obviously, we talked about rock and pod guys. Any questions for Chris while we got him? Uh, are the VIP all sold out? Because I was really looking to go, but. I don't like to go on the uh, generic route. Right. Uh, the top two VIP tiers are sold out. The, the bottom one is still available, and there's plenty of general admission uh, tickets available okay. for like as low as 20 bucks to get you in. And uh, all the concerts are like between 20 and $30, so it's pretty affordable. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, Dale is sitting here with his giant Chris Jericho rock and wrestling belt. And it's a real belt made of leather with Chris Jericho in gold. He is the rock and wrestling champion. So we need to get him a VIP, I think. Uh, so uh, you might have to, you'll have to go offline with that. Pull, the, pull uh, some strings. Pull some strings. He's a champ. I'm telling you, that belt weighs the a ton. The champ is here! <laughs> John think, Mike? Yeah, well, Chris, I have a question for you. So um, as someone who's working on kind of a big project myself with the TNA book, I mean, you've created this rock and pod uh, convention that started off as an idea a few years back. Do you ever kind of have to kind of pinch yourself and say, holy hell, I can't believe I pulled this off? Because, I mean, that's pretty amazing that you're able to do this, obviously with the help of other people. But um, is it kind of surreal for you when you think back about hey this is just a germ of an idea a few years back and now here we are and it's bigger than ever yeah i'm it's not lost on me how crazy it's been seeing it grow over the years and and you know the first year was just an experiment i was just wanting to hang out with my buddies and that's kind of the whole reason behind how we started it but but that first year i had so many people come up to me like we're doing this next year again right and i'm like oh well maybe we have something mm. but yeah and just seeing it, it grow every year and you know our our family gets bigger. We meet new shows and people connect. And um, yeah, it's a lot of work, but at the same time, everybody seems to have such a good time at it and make so many great connections to each other that it just makes sense to have it go on over the years. You know, it's funny that you that you mentioned it earlier. It really does feel like a family reunion. And it's funny how, like, I think about the first one was there. There was people that we had been podcasting with for, in some cases, like a decade. Like, I think, of, and I was thrilled to sit there and see the meeting of Ken Mills and Gary Schaller for the first time, and they had been doing the podcast at that point for like a decade. And that was one of those yeah. moments where everybody was like, oh, my God, this is the first time they're meeting and we are seeing this. <laughs> and that was incredible. Yeah, that was that was awesome seeing that happen. And then with the, you mentioned the heavy metal parking lot thing, seeing the people from that movie meet <laughs> each other again for the first time since that day. And it was uh, funny, yeah, it was like, well, it was it was funny so watching cool. them watch themselves. Because it's like watching right. a home movie. And, you know, and some of the time, especially when they're really a little drunk or whatever, you know, we would be laughing and you'd look over and see them cringing like, oh, my God. You know, it's like, you know. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff, people. You got to be here. Now, look, obviously, we talked about Rock and Pot. It is coming up March 17th, 18th, 19th in Nashville, which is fun just by itself to go to Nashville. But now, obviously, everybody else that's tuned in, you know the Decibel Geek podcast, probably any KISS fan, via the connection with Vinnie Vincent. What do you think about the recent Vinnie Vincent stuff, Chris? I'm pretty broke because I paid $35,000 for some Polaroids. Um, 
I don't know, man. Uh, nothing, nothing is surprising in Vinny's world, and uh, I. I wish him the best, and the fans that are still left, if they want to spend five hundred dollars for a T-shirt, more power to them. Have fun with it. Yeah, it's just crazy to see. Because I remember when Vinny first came back, uh, I had the opportunity to meet him and like get an autograph and stuff for an affordable price, and a photo with him and all that. And I was supposed to have this is a story I don't think most people know. I was supposed to interview him, and I was ready to roll. And then he had to cancel whoever his handler was at the time. He keeps going through them because you know they all keep getting burnt. <laughs> But Kurt Gooch is the one who prevented the interview from happening because he was working with Vinny on an autobiography. And he said, oh, you can't be giving out these interviews because you're giving away the stories for free. And we're working on this book. And then that fell through because when I talked to Kurt, you know, months or years later, he's like, oh, yeah, Vinny screwed me. And, you know, so that fell apart. So he was supposed to work with Vinny on a book that never happened. So it's just like, and it's weird because when you meet Vinny in person, he seems like a genuinely nice person. But for whatever reason, after a few months with whoever's working for him, they all seem to become bitter or, you know, just burnt. I just don't know how to describe it any other way. So it's just sad to see how the prices for all of his merchandise and autographs and things keep escalating. And there are some of these, like, blind devotees to Vinny who just try to rationalize him and be like, oh, you know, he's a great guy. Like, how can you explain away all of this? I just don't know. I want to know who's got $3,500 or whatever for a guitar pick. I mean, it's like, I want it some And how point. do you know if it's not bullshit, right? right. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> oh, he's, he's I got to put a dollar in the swear jar. Yeah, like sorry about that. <laughs> I might not be invited back if I keep <laughs> throwing out words like that. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I do think of Rock and Pod, really. I mean, Chris, you've never had any experience with Vinny uh, screwing you over, have you? No, no, that would that would be hard to get. That would be hard to get through, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Although you know what, I'll tell you what, it's funny. I'm really super looking forward to that new off the soundboard with Mark St. John yeah. from Poughkeepsie, 1984. I'd love it if more of that stuff would surface. You know, I think that's the kind of stuff that that we really want. You know, somewhat. I, I guess nothing's really considered rare anymore, but I mean, because there's bootlegs floating around. But but I hope it's super great quality. I really do. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good yeah. one. On my way here, driving here from Philly, I was listening to the live uh, Creatures uh, CDs, right, from the Super Deluxe Edition box set, which is pretty good. Uh, and it's funny, I was listening to Firehouse, so like you've got the sirens wailing as I'm driving down the street, windows down. I'm like, I wonder if these cars around me think, like, is there a fire truck behind us? What's going on? That's a song you can't really listen to while you're driving, or you do think <laughs> you're being pulled over. Right. <laughs> But now I do wonder what does what's and actually I have a connection at Universal I have to reach out to because I want to they've been very nice to kind of give me you know some advanced copies of stuff to listen to and I'd love to hear what the 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 animal animalized tour yeah. album is going to sound like because lately I think the first few were kind of predictable right, right. it was just like oh this tour oh oh that tour kind of set list we're all used to but we really haven't gotten a lot of love for Animalize over the years, aside from that one home video right. and the studio album. I mean, that's it. Which, that Animalize home video, that's obviously that's a, a masterpiece. That's, that's amazing. You know, that's, you know, how many billions of times have we all watched that? Yeah, so. when Paul talks about the nurse. And right. Oh, man. Those long raps. <laughs> now, look, obviously, again, as I just said, for anybody that's just tuning in, since we're right around a half hour in, we are talking with Chris Sinzak. Now, Aside from being the driving force between rock and pod, you are the co-host of the Decibel Geek Podcast. Give everybody the scoop. What have you been doing lately with Aaron Kamara, your co-host? What kind of things have been happening? 
just plowing forward like always. Where uh, once it hits April, we'll have hit twelve years, which wow. is kind of hard to believe. Um, but yeah, just you know, mixing up our themes like always. Do the Fresh Blood, uh, do unsigned young bands, Radio Sucks show. Also, the the best and worst shows that we've been doing, where we take a band, a particular band's catalog, and pick our favorite and least favorite track. Those have really gone over well, so we'll probably be doing a lot more of those. But yeah, it, it changes up by the week, which keeps it fun for us and. I'm sure there's some kid stuff that'll be coming in the in the near future as well. You know, and that's funny a lot. One of the things that really is very enjoyable about your show is that you do highlight new music. What are some bands you're listening to now that maybe people aren't aware of that they should be? Well, the one that I would definitely suggest now was my album of the year for this last year. It was a band called The New Roses. And uh, I think the album was called Sweet Poison. And uh, it's just such good it's kind of rootsy rock and roll but with like kind of a hard rock edge to it uh you would uh you'd be well advised to go check out the new roses they're one of my favorite bands right now so you heard that first right here maybe second because if you listen to the decibel geek podcast you already know that so chris any last minute thoughts you want to give before we say we're going to see you in march uh, just if, if you're anywhere within driving distance to Nashville, and if you're in Nashville, uh, just make sure you come out next month and check out the event. A lot of people will come for the first time, and they're like, I don't know what to expect from this. And then they leave with a smile and say they're going to come back again, and most of the time they do. So uh, Rock and Pod's always fun. It's a great hang. A lot of good rock and roll, a lot of good uh, vendors to buy from. And, uh, yeah, just excited to see everybody and uh, have our family reunion like we always do. You know, I got to say, obviously, very publicly here, I really thank you for all the work that you're doing. I mean, I see the posts and I see the, you know, the emails and everything. And I and everybody that has been around you these last bunch of years while you've been doing it, we know how hard you work on it. And it is very appreciated because, like you said, everybody leaves having had a great time. And that's the thing. If you, you have created an event that is really fun every time and it's been great and it's like you said bigger and bigger and bigger and and fun every time so we really appreciate that um the other thing i'd say look we're about a month away as you're listening to that people and i know i'm listening to those of you that are out there i'm looking at you right now because i can see you through the internet that if you're thinking about coming or not you gotta be there that's the whole thing make your plans now you got about a month to find your perfect you know clothes that you want to wear that day because you want to get a picture with some of the celebrities like chris sinzak you got to have that right t-shirt you got to have your hair just right you got to make sure you have all your supplies you need to get on the plane get in the car i don't care how you get there just get there come see me i'll give you a kiss room button we'll have the best time you got about a month to figure out your travel plans people okay so chris thanks a million for calling in uh, thanks for having me, and I'm glad we can also next month we can answer the age-old question, where is Matt Porter? <laughs> You'll all know where I'm going to be. I'm going to be sitting at Rockin' Pod in Nashville. I oh, believe wait. I asked the same question on the Kiss Cruise. Where's Matt Porter? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and now you know. I'm right here on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. See ya. For those who love it loud, Pantheon Podcast presents Rockin' Pod Weekend. Nashville, March 17th through the 19th. It's a rock convention featuring panels, interviews, podcasts, signing sessions, vinyl, comic books, pop culture, and collectibles. Over 50 celebrity guests, including members of Mr. Big, Tough, Great White, Keel, Winger, Accept, and Twisted Sister. 
Live concerts including Rare Hair on Friday, Keel Fest 2 on Saturday, and Eric Martin's Big Acoustic on Sunday. Plus a rockin' comedy show featuring Courtney Cronin-Dold, Don Jameson from That Metal Show, and Craig Gast from The Howard Stern Show, and a whole lot more. Full details at rockinpod.com. Rockin' Pod Weekend is presented by Pantheon Podcasts in association with RFK Media, Third Power Amplification, and bobbydreyer.com. Now you heard him say it, bobbydreyer.com, but Bobby Dreyer's not here. we got to say, where is Bobby Dreyer? And look, it's big game weekend. It is Valentine's Day weekend. This song goes out to everybody, all you lovers out there, for Valentine's Day weekend. When we come back from this, we're going to talk rock, wrestling, and the Jericho Cruise. Right here on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
And we are back. Thanks to Chris Sinzak for calling in. That was fun. I'll tell you, like I said, obviously we're t- we were talking about the Rock and Pod Expo coming into Nashville in March. Now, as a side note, if you go to rock, the letter N, pod.com, and you can see all the ticket options that are available there. If you use the promo code the Kiss Room, you can get 20% off on like early admission or general admission. You know, the Kiss Room will get you something at least. So if when you go to put your, your info in, use the promo code the Kiss Room, and uh, look, you get a little bit of savings, a little bit, bit of extra value from the Kiss Room. So look, as I said at the start of the show, I am joined by Michael Cavaccini, award-winning writer, historian, blogger, and now the master of his own business, right? Yeah, that's right. Actually, just today, I announced that I'm the CEO of Everything or Nothing. So uh, that's actually a Bond reference for those of you James Bond fans out there. But no, I've uh, decided to quit the whole 9 to 5 corporate thing because I just want to be the master of my own domain. Uh, there you go. You know, and uh, so no, I'm, I'm working for myself, uh, writing, and I'm also... Uh, using that free time to focus on my book about the first 20 years of TNA and Impact Wrestling. So it's a book that's never been written by anyone else. I interviewed over 300 people for it. Uh, everyone from Diamond Dallas Page to Gail Kim to Matt and Jeff Hardy, uh, the beautiful people, Velvet Sky, Angelina Love, as well as TV executives from Viacom, Spike TV, uh, Fox Sportsnet. Uh, all sorts of people, even the guys who like built the ring. Wow! Uh, so you and even the guys who created the championship belt. So you're gonna get it from all aspects. It's really just gonna be about kind of the business of TNA wrestling and Impact wrestling and what I like to call the rise, fall, and rise because you know the company really reached an apex in around like. 0809, and then they kind of plummeted, some would argue because of Bischoff and Hogan. <laughs> and then uh, lately, within the past few years, it's been on the rise again, even partnering with AEW. So I think it's really an exciting, dramatic story that hasn't been told, and I'm really excited to share it with everyone. So now also joining us here, Dale Dauernheim, and who is a rock, rager, wrestler, holder of the 24-7 belt for about an hour. And right now he's wearing his solid gold Chris Jericho belt, which weighs a ton and smells like leather. Dale, welcome. Thank you very much. So now you guys obviously have a lot to talk about with wrestling. I mean, you just got off the, the Chris Jericho cruise, met a ton of people. Michael, as he just mentioned, has interviewed a ton of people. Now, thinking about that, who comes to your mind as maybe the most interesting, hardest interview, things like that? Give us some scoop on that. So the hardest part with wrestling is... Um when you think about wrestling, it's really a secretive business, right? Back in the day, everything was kayfabe, and they would only—they wouldn't want to open up to outsiders, which I am. So to right. earn the trust of a wrestler to get an interview is the hardest part. And then once you get that person's trust, then they help open other doors. So if I interview, you know. Uh, like, for example, it took me months to get Kevin Nash on the phone, but mm. I finally did. And then him and I spoke for like four or five hours. So I think once you get someone to trust you, then you can talk to them at length and they realize that, oh, okay, this person's not trying to, you know, get clickbait out of me. They're just, re- they really want my side of the story. And I think that I was, I had to pinch myself when I got like a text message from Jeff Hardy out of the blue saying, hey, man, I hear that you want to talk to me. Uh, when do you want to chat? And I'm like, oh, shit. 
It's Jeff Hardy. There's two dollars in the swear jar. You got to come uh, on. You got to watch. I got to yell at myself. Oh, fudge. Now you've done um, it. No. Now look, everybody that's listening. As a side note, real quick, if you go to the listen page of MoncoRadio.com, there is a brand new chat box where you can talk along with. And I've been trying to keep my eyes on that as well. Uh, if people have questions, if you have a question for Michael or for Dale mm-hmm. or even for the Matt Porter, you could put them in there. Somebody just put a thing of uh, looks like Hogan getting uh, hit by triple. Is it Triple H that's given him looks like a diamond Orton. cut? Randy Orton with an RKO. Yeah. And uh, the uh, I know a lot of the people in the chat box are also New York Fury fans. And we will have the broadcast premiere of a New York Fury song later in the show that I mentioned last month here in the Kiss Room that everybody says, well, why don't you play it? Why don't you play it? And I, Today is that day. We're going to have to get Gene Hunter back on the show. I don't know if you either of you had listened to last month's show. Fascinating. He had great stories, talked about meeting Kiss, hanging out with him. Plus, he's got a great band called New York Fury. Killer new music. If you go to NewYorkFuryMusic.com, you can get all that. I know a lot of the people in the chat room are waiting for that. And uh, and we will uh, be putting that on later with a little explanation of that song as well. So, uh, Very cool. So, Kevin Nash. Now, that's somebody, obviously, who has seen kind of the whole industry. You know, when you think about it, he was, I always think of, obviously, to me, current wrestling doesn't exist without that shift by Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But who started that was all of a sudden Hall and Nash showing up on Nitro. What are these guys doing here? What are they doing here? And you really kind of didn't know because it was prior to the internet, which Mm. ruins everything. Right. All of a sudden, I'm going to bring in the big man, I'm the littler big man, but and you knew right away who he meant, but when they showed up and the way they played it as, you know, this was really going to happen, and then for them to pull in Hogan, incredible. Yeah, and you know? so, something that's really interesting that I think people are going to enjoy in my book, and by the way, if you want to know the latest on my book, visit me at michaelcavaccini.com. Um, that's C-A-V-A-C-I-N as in Nicholas, I, dot com. Uh, see, when you're Italian, you have to learn how to spell your name for everyone. <laughs> but one of the stories that you're going to get in the book is while he was at TNA, Hogan had the whole Gawker situation go down. So there's literally a story of the sex tape comes out, and I talked to someone who was with Dixie Carter, the president of TNA, when that sex tape came out, and they tell me, how it all went down, how she reacted, you know, what they did. And then I also interviewed the publicist who was working with Hogan. And, like, they're on the Today Show together, and she's trying to just, you know, put out this fire and dealing with, like, these like, Today Show and, like, major interview opportunities and trying to make sure it doesn't just spiral into madness. So um, that whole story is going to be part of the book, mm. too. And it's just a crazy 20 years, all the things that went down, the whole Jeff Jarrett Kurt Angle, Karen Angle, Love Triangle and all that, that's part of it too. I mean, it's just insane what happened outside the ring is sometimes even more interesting than what happened inside the ring. Isn't it funny when you really think about it that NWO, that's like over 25 years ago. I know. Wasn't the 90s 10 years ago? <laughs> Wasn't the 90s like yesterday? Oh, you know. <laughs> and that it's funny because now you had mentioned obviously one of the people that you interviewed, Diamond Dallas Page. That's one of the greatest moments of the entire NWO saga when he pulls in Scott Hall for the handshake. You think he's taking the shirt and bang, lays him out with a diamond cutter. Nash goes flying out of the ring. One of my favorite moments of all wrestling. And then DDP with the... 
diamond cutter symbol up there. Somebody just threw, let's see, who put... Uh, Ultimate Warrior. But I'm, I'm trying to see who posted. A gentle guest or whatever posted Ultimate Warrior shaking the ropes. There's nothing cooler. You know, it's it's funny. We were talking earlier about, um, you know, some of the, the stuff like that. When you hear Ultimate Warrior's music, yeah. even now, it's just brilliant. <laughs> it's like whoever threw that one in there, thanks for doing that. That's awesome. The uh, but yeah, everybody in the chat room, you know, if you got any questions, you know, it's fantastic. Like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of wait maybe till right around the top of the hour, and then we will premiere a brand new New York Fury. Uh, it's not brand new, but it's gonna be a broadcast premiere right here in the Kiss Room. I'm taking credit for that. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> who was the most difficult interview? Like you said, it's tough to get them to warm up to you. Was there anybody who really didn't who just Decided that ah, they're tight-lipped or maybe maybe not very well spoken or yeah and actually it's someone I didn't expect so the hardest one of the most challenging people to interview was Earl Hebner so I interviewed Earl hmm. Hebner and I thought he was going to be really chatty and he actually wasn't he's just very very short answers and then I wound up interviewing his son Brian and he was actually the total opposite. He talked uh, endlessly, but in a good way. So it's just funny, the father and son, totally different personalities. <laughs> totally different. Yeah. Now, look, who do we have on the line? Fly, Eagles, fly, on the road to victory. Fly, fly, fly. a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, anybody that's tuned into the Kiss Room, you know we got the one and only Bobby Dreyer hanging out hey, all the way Bobby. out in Arizona. Now, look, Bobby. You should see Dale has the giant Chris Jericho world title belt. It, w it weighs more than you do, Bob. He just hit me over the head with it. <laughs> and, uh, well, and did they just strap him into the chair with it? Absolutely. <laughs> that you way know, it never goes so, away. It can't go away. Nobody can so pin him because if you can't get Chris, his shoulders on the mat. Is that a strap? So I got to ask, is that a strap on then? <laughs> Uh, so uh, how, are how are things out in Arizona? Ever. Oh my God! It's well, we just got to the hotel. Uh, we were uh, at the stadium for a little bit and uh, spent uh, a crap load of money buying stuff that we don't need <laughs> or whatever to be, you know. And then uh, had a couple margaritas at you know a place called uh, you know a very. Come on, you're down south. If you can't get a good margarita back down here, they need to go back over the border. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the vibe where you're at? I mean, obviously, I'm guessing that there's got to be a bunch of Eagles fans out there, right? Did you, did you I, I find them? Tell you, well, my whole flight out here was so funny. So I flew out with uh, Channel 6. I flew out with the guy who owns uh, Dave, who owns the car dealership. You see his commercial everywhere. And uh, Delaware County and everything, we were, like, laughing. Uh, the whole thing. Then we had a drunk bachelor party at 6.30. They opened the <laughs> bar for us at 6. Well, they found the right guy to hang with for that, and that would be you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it's, uh, well, right now it is uh, 1.44, right? Yeah, well, 1.44 out here. Yep. So I'm going to drop, I'm dropping the uh, rabbit off. I'm going to put a pair of shorts on, and I'm going to try not to break a hip. I'm going to go out <laughs> skateboarding for a while. Look, be careful, because the last time you did that, yeah, you wound up on vacation with a broken hip. So uh, there's only so much well, alcohol can cure. Three more extra days in Hawaii. But, you know, look, I had that great flight from Harem out to here. God, it was like 
you know, it was like I'm traveling on my seven four seven. You know, it's actually it's really funny to say that because you know. For those of you who are, are listening to Harem, and we made it like as if we were live, and my friend messaged me during that, goes, I thought Bobby was going to the Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah, come on. See how we're talking wrestling? It's all the kayfabe, except for you put pictures of at 6 o'clock this morning that let us know you weren't going to be here live. You mean 500 pictures. <laughs> uh, Bobby ruined the mystique. Oh, my God. <laughs> the internet Look, doesn't make wrestling to- easy. <laughs> I got up at 3.30 this morning, you know, Philly time, and, uh, yes, it, it's, uh, you know, it, 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 it's interesting. Now, everybody, I got to say one thing, though. There, we are outnumbering people, I would say, seven, seven to three. Wow. Yeah, we'll go that one. Yeah, it, it, it's easy. Maybe a little bit more. And uh, so the big tagline out here is, oh, is that my home or is that go home? <laughs> <laughs> Woo. You know, if it was 27 to 3 Eagles, we'll take that, right? <laughs> so tonight there's uh, a lot. There's so many concerts and everything going on and everybody's out here. So <laughs> tonight the woman's like, oh, are you staying for the free marshmallow concert? And Timmy's like, who's marshmallow? <laughs> who, who is Dave it really? Is playing, yeah, oh, Dave, Dave Matthews. Matthews. And yeah, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not a jam band guy. Look, I, I'm going to go where there's alcohol. <laughs> right. Well, that's you. <laughs> that was uh, the kids' cruise. But you know, hey, look, if if nobody has the name Marshmallow for a band, that's not bad, right? You yeah. a band that tonight, Marshmallow. I, that it, just it, makes it, me want to have a smoke. Right, I, a no, smore? it's a DJ. Is it really? Yeah, it's a and DJ then, that wears yeah. a marshmallow on his head. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I want like a little Japanese, bunch of Japanese girls in a band called, we are called Marshmallow. I'm sorry, I know that. <laughs> oh, my God. It, Dale's well, getting ready for the Marshmallow Cruise. Oh, yeah. No, that's the Emo's Not Dead Cruise. Oh, my God. Look, that kiss cruise, and, you know, God. Bobby, you got to do the Jericho. <laughs> you got so now look, that's the I funny thing. Now, everybody that listened awesome. in January, that's how we met Dale. Was he met you on the Kiss Cruise, which or was it December? When would we all meet? November. Last? And it was, I don't November. know whatever episode yeah. of the Kiss Room. I need a Kiss Room historian because I don't remember dates anymore. The uh, but that's the thing is like that's how you guys connected. And when he first got here, Dale says to me, "Yeah, Bobby was the one who kept blocking our view by taking pictures." Yeah, I wanted to <laughs> slap him in the back of the head. <laughs> then we've been rocking wrestling cruise. Uh, for kiss. So look, you got to have the best time ever out there skateboarding and getting ready for the Super Bowl. You know, our correspondent. Oh you know, yeah, it, it's going to be great. So we're staying out here. I got to say one thing. You know, look, and, and it's kind of interesting being out in our area. We have all our malls that are deserted. There's a mall and a outlet and everything out, and they're packed. I'm like, oh my god. What the hell? I mean, you can buy anything and everything out of here, but it probably just comes straight across the border. Right <laughs> <laughs> Was that another Mexican joke? I don't know. Bobby, make it back in one piece. <laughs> I doubt it. I will. I love you guys. I'm going to go check in right now. Later, bro. Uh, Tony's still vertical, and I'm going to try to skate and... Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'll be posting and everything. Look, uh, you know, go birds, go kiss room. Oh my God, so glad you guys are all there. Love you. I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, go have a well, drink. Look, before, fun, before we let you go, we talked to Chris Sinzak at the start. So, we're, as you know, everybody's super psyched for Rock and Pod. So, all of your fans can meet you in person at the Rock and Pod Expo in March in Nashville. And we let everybody know that. Uh, it, it, it's Kiss Room, and it's me celebrating 10 years of co hosting with Mr. Matt Porter hey. and being at Monco and eight years of, you know, harem. I mean, look, and it's going to be a party this year. And, and you I, had to go to the Super Bowl to get replaced. <laughs> oh. D- Dale said he's going to be your permanent oh, uh, oh, permanent co-host oh. here now that you're at the Super Bowl. <laughs> am, am I getting lit from a guy from Allentown? Oh, wait. Oh, yep, whenever a door opens, you walk right in. <laughs> uh, oh. Bobby, thanks a million. Be careful. Send me pictures oh. later. Oh, there'll be tons. All right, love you guys. Later. See you, pal. Love you. Okay, now look, that was fantastic. So we talked to Chris Sinzak. We talked to Bobby Dreyer. We know we're all having a good time. Like I teased for the last 50 minutes also, I am going to premiere, world broadcast premiere, this song by New York Fury. Now, if you go to NewYorkFuryMusic.com or you go to Eonian Records, which is almost as hard to spell as Cavaccini, it's E-O-N-I-A-N records.com okay you can get their cd it's called i want it all and it's fantastic i i got it it came out on new year's eve right it's been in my changer because i still listen to cds that's been in my changer ever since i crank it up and as i mentioned last month there's a song on there called dance it's about the fourth or fifth track into the cd and i said it should have been in a movie that would be the montage as elizabeth shoe and i were dating and <laughs> if you listen real close at the start you can hear the jet going as uh, Bobby leaves for the Super Bowl. This is New York Fury. For all the Fury fans in the chat room, Omaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
Let me see. Am I back on you? There I am. Now, look, that's New York for you. See, we were in here air guitaring. I think I got my air guitar. Uh, the strap was caught on my mic, so that's why I had to come back. But the uh, now, look, New York Fury, that is dance. I love that song. That's one where I, I always say the thing I like about that song makes me feel youthful. I'm a windows down, music up kind of guy. And when you listen to that, you want to point at those mysterious cameras. You're making a music video in your mind. You're headbanging a little bit like when you were young, because now I mostly play the rhythm because I'm, I'm just too slow to play the lead but uh, but in my car i'm a superstar okay we're going to talk about that later you're a rock star we're all rock stars right in our own mind i'm a legend in my own mind but i love that like i said go to newyorkfurymusic.com if you're a kiss fan i think you'll dig them I dig them. And look, that's me saying that. So everybody go out and get that. And like I said, last month, man, people were blowing it up. Um, Gene Hunter, again, thank you, brother, because you came on here and brought all your fans to the Kiss Room. So I always, I appreciate that. The other thing, a lot of them all tune in Saturday nights right here on Monco Radio is a show called Midnight Madness. It kicks off right at midnight. Now, chances are, if you're old enough to remember when Headbangers Ball and stuff like that, probably you're asleep by, uh, you know, midnight. But if you stay up with us and you go to the listen page, at the bottom of the listen page, there's a chat box. And we love chatting because, you know, it's it's Saturday at 12. You, you can chat. You can't really maybe talk out loud because, you know, you wake up all the neighbors. Or maybe you wake up all the neighbors with the music. It's one or the other. So, look, we got a lot going on. Obviously, like I said, we talked to Chris Sinzak. So there's your homework. Get your rock and pod tickets. We just did a world broadcast premiere of dance by new york fury go to newyorkfurymusic.com buy their album buy it you can get it on vinyl you get stickers all kind of cool stuff i bought it on cd because i'm still a cd kind of guy you can find some you can get digital downloads and all that but you want hard physical copies and look hard physical copies you're thinking valentine's day we even threw in some kiss it's all about hard physical copy so uh, look we're having a great time. I got a Kiss Room house band coming up at the top of the hour. Anything we want to say after this first hour? It flew by. Yeah, it went by so fast. We Absolutely. talked to Bobby Dre, your best friend. Obviously, he's out there in Arizona getting ready. You mean the guy I replaced? <laughs> You're his replacement here. You can come back next month and host Harem. You know, it'd be great. Absolutely. Fun, right? right? We'll do the, the Dale Cruise. <laughs> the ink's still wet. Yes. <laughs> So look, I think coming up, what we're going to do, we are going to play another song, then we're going to go into the top of the hour, we're going to um, talk about the Jericho Cruise, but I think this will get you in the mood for the Kiss Room House Band, because this is actually Jericho's other band, not Fozzie, okay? So this is some quarantine. Yeah, they were on the cruise as well. And you're going to talk all about that when we come back. We're going to do quarantine Kiss Room House Band, people don't go anywhere. Hard to crown. And they come right in with it. So it's like they count it out and boom.
Yeah, it's a little bit of quarantine. That's Chris Jericho and his band, obviously. And uh, we're going to go to the top of the hour with my band, the Kiss Room House Band, right here on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet, I think. Meet, meet you in the Kiss Room. You're not allowed to smoke in the Kiss Room. Hi, everybody. It's Gene Simmons. You're listening to the Kiss Room on Montco Radio, but you knew that. You wanted the best, and you got it. The hottest man in the land, Matt Porter. Kiss Army, you wanted the best and you got it. You're into the second hour of the Kiss Room, broadcasting live right here from Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Of course, you had uh, Chris Sinzak from the Decibel Geek Podcast and the Nashville Rock and Pod. I appreciate Chris calling in. You just heard Bobby Dreyer calling in. Coming up in the next hour, I will be talking more with Michael Cavaccini, award-winning writer and historian and blogger. And also Dale Downerheim, he is a rock and rager fresh off the Chris Jericho cruise. But first, for all you lovers out there, Kiss Room House Band has a special set just for you. In studio with the Kiss Room House Band. Now here's your host, Fran Galanti. Hey, Kiss fans. Here we are, February and St. Valentine has come to the Kiss Room. We picked some great tunes this month. Hey, wait. What's up? Happy Valentine's, honey. No intros this month. Just give me those lips. Oh, yeah.
with Diane before uh, she leaves? Seriously, Lloyd. I'm totally and completely serious. I thought about this quite a bit, sir, and I, I would have to say, considering what's waiting out there for me, I don't want to sell anything, buy anything, or process anything as a career. I don't want to sell anything bought or processed or buy anything sold or processed or process anything sold, bought, or processed or repair anything sold, bought, or processed. You know, as a career, I don't want to do that. I don't know, I can't figure it all out tonight, so I'm just gonna hang with your daughter. Anything for my baby, I will see. Anything for my baby, I will see. Anything for my baby. I'm in love and I feel so good because of me. So, 
Oh, you were wonderful tonight. I'm always wonderful at night. <laughs> yes, but tonight you were especially good. Well, when I'm good, I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. she's having.
Oh! 
Every time I find the words to end 
Now look, Kiss Room House Band, Frank Galanti, Jerry Lee Watkins, two amazing people. And look, if anybody out there is reacting the same way Meg Ryan was during that middle clip, send pictures to thekissroom at gmail.com. We're back. We're back here in the Kiss Room. Those guys, now look, what an amazing set. Obviously kind of themed for love. You heard right at the start, Fran's wife say, bring those lips over here. I hope you all have that much luck this weekend. Fantastic, people. I really do appreciate it, which brings me to one of the topics that I want to talk about here, okay? Now, look, everybody's getting ready for the Super Bowl, and everybody's getting ready for big Super Bowl parties and the game. Of course, the Eagles are going to win, and but one of the commercials that's going to come on is for Rockstar, okay? Now, if you've seen it, Paul Stanley is in it, but here's my problem with it. First of all, right off the bat, he turns and says, Hey, corporate types, would you stop calling each other rock stars? And then, you know, Paul basically seems really dismissive of the fact that the guy in the commercial says, you know, Dale, you're a rock star. And then they go like Joan Jett. And she says, you know what it takes to be a rock star? I've been, you know, a rock star since I was 16 years old. And she's got, you know, looking great. And you got Ozzy. You got Billy Idol. Now, have you seen this commercial? Yeah, Billy Idol totaled. 43 different rooms in 43 different countries. Smashing stuff, yep, you know, all that rooms. kind of stuff, right? Then yep. you got, of course, Ozzy. And Ozzy says, I've done my share of bad things and also your share of bad things. With I saw, thought that was a great line, right? <laughs> you mean Oswald? So, the, But that's the thing. The, the rock stars seem mad that people in, in business or whatever are calling each other rock stars, mm. which I'm disappointed. Now, it's funny. On one hand... I'm thrilled the fact that when anybody in corporate America is coming up with a commercial, right, and they need people to represent a rock star, it's everybody that we grew up with. 
It's Ozzy. It's Joan Jett. It's Billy Idol. It's Paul Stanley, who is arguably, I think, the greatest living rock star. Yeah. Because he's instantly recognizable as a rock star. And, and the funny thing is, and we could go off on a whole other tangent, you know, about if you watched the Grammys the other night, most of those people, if they walked in here right now, I think, do you need to know where the bathroom is? You know, you wouldn't look at them and think rock star. You see Paul Stanley, it's a rock star, right? Yeah. So I think what they should have done, because look, Paul, we've learned from your teaching all these years is the fact that you really have taught us that we are, we can be rock stars, right? We've listened to Paul's teachings all these years. Absolutely. However, the commercial is for Workday, which is a help with finance. But see, here's what would have been funnier, right? Like if they had all these rock stars, right? Like, like you show a boss talking to this group, and it's just regular-looking people. And you see some kind of dweeby-looking little guy, and they say, you know, you know, we'd like to give a shout-out to Paul in accounting for you know, making sure that the budget was balanced. But now when you cut back, it's Paul Stanley. Like it right. makes this yeah. guy feel like he is Paul Stanley. Or, you know, like if he said, like, you know, let's hear it for Joni. And you cut to this kind of nerdy looking and she looks all happy. Let's hear it for Joni. And then you cut back and it's Joan Jett doing that Joan Jett face in the leather jacket with the hands going. Everybody's high fiving, right? And the funniest one, this could have been their reveal was, you know, we want to thank Oswald in accounting, you know, for making sure that, you know, we want to thank Oswald. And I came up with this line the other night. We want to think of Oswald in HR. And they cut back to they cut back to Ozzy. You mother and they gotta beep it. You mother beep 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 fill out the proper forms. You're crazy. <laughs> and I think that would have been funnier, the whole idea. Cause then when you go to the tagline at the end, the company is called like Workday or whatever. The tagline is you are a rock star. Yep. Because you want people to believe it. You know, and, and I think the funny thing is it's so it's not really the fault of the stars in the commercial, fault in the stars, isn't that? I don't know, that's something. But the uh, it's the, the writing could have been better. Like in my mind, why would I want to hire that company? I want to feel like a rock star. I want to be larger than life. I want to be, you know, a seven foot demon in boots walking around telling everybody that I am the god of thunder. None of this kind of, you know, when you see Gene in the red onesie and he <laughs> has to sleep on the floor. Come on, you don't want to be that. You want to be larger than life. That is a good point. I had never thought of it from that perspective. I thought that the Paul was the best part of the commercial. So even though the writing uh, could have been better, I think he made the most of it um, and was entertaining, especially at the end. Uh, but yeah, great point. I think that you want to... Kiss has always been about empowering the people, right? So if the commercial decided to take that approach, it would absolutely be uh, just embodying that empowerment feel. Think about that right from the start. People, we are KISS. Come with us. 1974, they're telling you, you're not just in the crowd. You're part of an army. You are better than just some fan and then in the, the crowd. And then the Navy was formed. And then there was a KISS Navy, which you're part <laughs> of, right? Absolutely. Wait till they have Next to we'll kiss the Air Force. Air Force. You know, you have to fly places. I don't know about yeah, we'll that. We'll all get on a blimp. Right, in a blimp, right. I am the kiss blimp. Come on. And there's an elephant in the room, and it's usually R-D-R-R. me. R-D-R-R. <laughs> but, I mean, so look, everybody, when you're sitting there watching the uh, 
the Super Bowl on Sunday, and you will be. Even if your team didn't make it, look, our team made it. We're Eagles fans. Dale's got his green on today. Bobby just called in from out in Arizona. He's going to give us, you know, reports all weekend because Bobby loves taking selfies and telling us where he is. We're going to know what it's like out in Arizona. Dale's rolling his eyes like, really? (laughs) (laughs) No, then you get more pictures. Oh, yeah. uh, But look, so I think there's a, a couple takeaways from it. One, Rockstar really is an unattainable goal. Think about it. If I call you a rock star, it means that's like the highest compliment ever because there are so few of them. Like when you think about it, especially the ones that we like have been rock stars for decades, right? Yeah. When they're pulling people into a commercial, it's people from the 70s and the 80s. Right, because no one's come along since then. Who's coming along, right? Like it was funny. um, we were watching Saturday Night Live the other night or whatever, and Megan the Stallion came on. <laughs> I don't know one song. She's very attractive. It sounds like a racehorse. That's you know, and I was like, look, I think she's fantastic to look at, but I don't know any of her music. You know, it's like so maybe if she came to the door, you'd be like, wow, what are you doing here at Monaco? Nice outfit. But the uh, <laughs> but even that, I think to me, I, I felt like they could have done more with kind of empowering it. Now again, they got their money's worth. We're talking about it here on the radio because they put Paul Stanley in it. I want to see Paul Stanley. Now speaking of a rock star, we were talking about earlier. Um, Rock and Pod, my brother posted a picture of his uh, Rock and Pod memory was him eating a meatloaf sandwich at the Johnny Cash Cafe. We had the best time. People, you got to be in Nashville in March. It's going to be a blast. So, so look, and you're a rock star. If you're listening to me, and I know that you are, and I know you were singing along with New York Fury, I know you were singing along with Quarantine, and you were singing along with the Kiss Room House Band, because you're also a rock star. See how that works? Makes you feel better about yourself. And that's what it's all about here in the Kiss Room. And it just so happened my wife works for a company that uses that software. Really? Otherwise, yeah, I have no clue. Is it any what... good? No. <laughs> See, now, look, I don't even know. That's the funny thing. I have no idea what it is. I don't know what it, you know, I have no idea until, I never knew that it existed until, of course, somebody shares the it's link. Like Here's Paul Stanley in a commercial. and right. all sorts of crazy Sexy stuff. things. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. That's, you know, I guess it is, that's stuff. their, that's their, um, you know, I guess that's kind of their tagline is, you know, you could be the, the rock star of, of financing. Or yeah. right. But see, that, that's what I'm saying. I, I was surprised then that the commercial was kind of almost had the real rock stars be a negative because the whole idea is they want you to feel like you are the rock star of your company. So if anybody tells you you're not a rock star, don't believe them, people. These things can happen to you, too. All right. Earlier, we talked a little bit about the Jericho Cruise. Give us some Chris Jericho news. What were some of the highlights? Who were some of the bands you saw? Well, some of the bands were Quiet Riot, which, unfortunately, the only surviving member, Rudy Sarzo, was uh, with them. He was very nice. I met him the one time, and he stopped and chatted with me a bit. Uh, Of course, just Fozzie from it being Jericho's Cruise, his band... Is the main performer. He's going to play some of his stuff, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, some Judas is the big thing going over. But uh, also, his band Quarantine. Uh, Gutter Candy, which is one of the wrestlers, Frankie Kazarian's band. Uh, there was Pris, which was an all-female, except for the drummer. Uh, I don't want Roland to get upset with me. <laughs> because uh, he's supposedly my long-lost cousin. <laughs> so... Uh, and I wasn't even drinking when that happened. Uh, so, yeah, they put on an awesome show. Sounded great. Had the Kiss antics up, down, pat. 
And, uh, of course, AEW Wrestling put on four great nights of shows, as well as, you know, Fozzie performed three times, and I believe, quite right, it was twice. But uh, they also had Paranormal 60 podcast with Dave Schrader, which was very entertaining. Uh, they did a campfire uh, playing of some of his hauntings that he was too. That was really cool. I'm into that crazy stuff, so. That's pretty cool. So if you had to pick between the Kiss Cruise and the Jericho Cruise. I think I'd take the Jericho Cruise, I hate to say. Really? Because now Kiss is no longer doing the in-makeup show, and they're doing a separate band, Gene Simmons Band, Soul Station, Tommy Fair and Friends, but it's still going to be called the Kiss Cruise. So the members will be on the Kiss Cruise, yeah, but they're the just members not performing will be as there. Kiss. I heard rumor that they'll do the Sail Away show together because okay. it's not makeup. But be, the in the uh, theater show is no longer being done in full garb, makeup, and costumes and all that wow. because they're getting too old to carry all that weight and the, have to keep the strength to do it. They said... It's just that time. It's coming up on the end of the road door. Yep. Eventually. You know, if anybody, obviously, one of the great Kiss podcasts, if you listen to Podcast Rock City, they had Doc McGee. And Doc said, okay, within about, t- I'm trying to do the Chip Magoo voice, okay? <laughs> within about 10 days, we're going to announce those dates of where the last couple shows are going to be. 30 days ago. But that's the thing, right? I said to Joe, when did you record that? So it's past 10 days. Now, you got to figure at this point, the venues know They've got to be booked, right? Oh, yeah. If they're going to start announcing that. So that's got to come up. But like you said, I think a lot of it is they're just getting too old. I mean, and look, they can do it as long as they want. You know, they can. But I mean, to carry along that much weight. Well, that's what they said. They they could play forever, just not in makeup, in the whole. Which would be great. I mean, one of the best shows that I ever saw was the Revenge Club Tour in Philly at the Troc. Stripped down, no pyro, minimal lights. They were unholy. It was unbelievable. That and that's the thing. Unholy was like brand new at the yep. time. I'm not sure if that video was even out yet. Tremendous. That still ranks in my top five easy of shows that I've ever seen. I mean, really, even that the Gene Simmons solo show that I saw in Lancaster that ranks as probably the number two show I ever saw because that was unbelievable. And it was stripped down. No pyro, nothing, but they let us come up on stage. That's the bucket list item was, okay, now everybody come up here and sing with me. Well, and you were there at the Trocadero, right? And I was at the Troc, only yeah. I didn't get up on stage at the Troc. The Troc was a blast, super fun, but that show in Lancaster, and Bobby, if he was here, he would second that, was when he said, get up here on the stage, and now I am not. standing right next to Gene Simmons as he's doing rock and roll all night. Yeah, it was incredible. I So the <laughs> Gene's show at the Trocadero, actually wound up being my bachelor party because I don't, you know, I'm not into strip clubs or anything like that. So I said, hey, for my bachelor party, let's go see Gene Simmons. Yes. I interviewed Gene before that, and I said to him, hey, my, you know, uh, groomsmen paid for this. Can we all meet you before the show to kind of return the favor? And he said, okay. So we all met him before the show, and then I knew that he was going to invite people onto the stage. So I said to security, it's my bachelor party. When he does this, can you let me up? He said, okay. And that view from the stage where you're looking out at all the people and you see like a thousand people or more, that's pretty awesome. You right. can understand like, oh, okay, being a rock star is pretty cool. So for one song, I got to be a rock star. Pretty neat. Call back to what we were just talking about. 
you are a rock star. See how that works? It makes yes. you feel good, right? And there's nothing <laughs> like it when, like, and, and like you said, that night you're you're standing next to Gene Simmons, which is really it was an unbelievable goal, you know, that I you know was unbelievably blown away by. But you're looking out in the crowd, you can see people that you know, they're cheering, you know, they're having the best time, they're pointing at you and everything, and you go like, that's what it's all about. You want to feel that, even for just one song. That's what it's about. Yeah, and I remember I went. I knew that uh, might be my only opportunity, so I went over to Gene's mic stand and took a guitar pick before I went back down. <laughs> so I'm like, got to do that. Oh, sneaky! <laughs> hey, that's a great souvenir. So, I mean, obviously, of all those bands that you saw, were there anybody who you weren't familiar with that you thought really blew you away? Or well, I never saw Gutter Candy before, and they were really good. They put on a great show, and I never saw Quarantine. So. Those were the two that I never got to see before. I saw Pris on a previous sh- cruise. Mm-hmm. So now they do the they, makeup and the costumes. Do they stick to a certain era, or do they do uh, you know all eras? N- all eras. Nice. Uh, I had said to him since Kiss was no longer going to do the the costume, they should approach Kiss and say, "Hey, we'll do your theater show in place of you guys, <laughs> and you know work out some sort of deal." Uh, and also, these cruises that I talk about, they're run by a company called Sixth Man that are on the internet at sixthman.net. Check them out. They have all genres of music, all sorts of everything from Beach Boys to Emo to, of course, Kiss, Jericho. Jeez, uh, I'm trying to think of some other outlaw country. Yeah, so there's, See, I think what they there's need to like do 12 they're fest- do it. Let's do it in a castle. They're called Festival of a cruise, Festival. right? You know what I'm saying? Like, pretty, I don't want to go necessarily awesome. on a boat. Like, you know, and, and I mean, I think because that brings a whole other challenge. Just the idea of getting my stupid ass. And plus, the fact, there's you, no one on the planet wants to see me in a swimsuit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come well, that's on. besides the point. Right. That is the point. I look at that, I say, that would scare a lot of people, or they would throw me overboard, one or the other. Well, they were still wondering how the elephant was on the stage. You got that right. Did, did we tell, see, I think we told that we were talking about that yeah. when we were off the off mic. <laughs> oh, but whoops. The, uh, <laughs> people are like, "Now I'm the elephant in the room." See, that's usually me. But the uh, so really, I mean, that's the whole thing. Is just obviously, uh, it sounds like a great time. I mean, obviously, that's you know, Jericho Cruise sounds like it was more your favorite than Kiss, as you said. Yeah, I've, but. I've never had bad experience with them, and I've done everyone. From a Kid Rock cruise to uh, Impractical Jokers is another good one. And Jericho and Kiss now have multiples with. That's fantastic. You know, look, before we go too much farther, we're rolling up toward the top of the hour. I do want to give a bunch of shout outs to people who shared the link or kind of helped me spread the word about the Kiss Room. We got Britton Mitchell, of course, from Kiss Cosplay, a great group where you can see pictures of people in their makeup. You got to go check him out on Facebook. I, that's one of my favorite groups because you get to see all the coolest people from all around the planet. Speaking about around the planet, Mikhail Burel's in Sweden and he always shares my link. I appreciate that. Javier Boaster, of course, Kiss Army Omaha. John Phillips, Alan Tate from Big Al's Rock and Radio Show, which is on A2Z Radio. You can all listen to that. Chris Fretwell, Tony Mann, David Cathy, Dee Barlotta, Steve Javorski, Eric Alberti with the Kiss Cave, another great, great, great Facebook group that you can go to. Brandis Willie, who is wearing her Kiss Room shirt right now while listening to the Kiss Room. Barb Hillerzuski, Pasquale Vary, and Claudio Spera from Kiss Army Nation Podcast. Congratulations. 
congrats to those guys because they uh, they just got a thousand subscribers. Rolla Brown, Kiss Army, North Carolina. Mike Moon, Ron Jones from Let It Rip podcast, and of course uh, you can listen to Ron on Saturday nights. Also on A2Z Radio, uh, Ricky Cook, Chris Simcoe, Renee Lascott, Bill Elam, Ken Mills, the podfather himself, of course. I want to send a happy birthday shout-out, Mike Tartaglia. It's his birthday. Eric and Judy Wisniewski, of course, Punk and Judy from The Electric Crush, always give me a good shout-out every week on their show, which you can listen on Tube City Online, 7 p.m. on Wednesdays, really the same way you listen to me. If you listen via TuneIn or you listen via the Radio Garden app, just search Tube City Online. You can't miss them, okay? And if you need the link, tell me. I'll tell you what it is. Peter Arquette from Kiss Asylum, of course. Joe Polo, like I said, Podcast Rock City. AJ Zonin. Anthony Porter, I hope you're feeling better. I'm glad you got to tune in and listen with us. Madison Porter, Julia Porter, Amy Porter, thanks for letting me be here. Rocking Fury Queen just said you rock, Matt. And uh, so obviously, look, we're having fun in the chat room. Like I said, you could tune into the chat room on Modco Radio. If you go to Modco Radio, there's a listen page. At the bottom of the listen page is where all kind of cool people get together to chat, especially Saturday nights at 12, which is Midnight Madness. And you get, uh, obviously, if you're up that late and you know me, you know what kind of music I'm going to play for you. On Midnight Madness. And I, like I said, I know you're singing along. You're probably air guitaring, but I'm going to imagine you in your rock clothes, not in your jammies. Some of you may be in your jammies. I don't know. Or your kiss jammies. <laughs> your kiss jammies, right. It's always a party. Just as long as it's not your birthday suit. <laughs> hey, you know, it, it's theater of the mind. If, if whatever you want to do, if you tell me I'm wearing uh, my Gene Simmons costume, you might have that onesie on. It's all in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of great shows on Monaco Radio right now. When you think about it, you go around, uh, you know, the schedule. The start of the new semester means new people coming to Monaco, new people doing their thing. Uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get. So check out that schedule. So, look, we're running to the top of the hour. What do you think? Any last kind of thoughts we want to go over? Anything we didn't talk about that we wanted to talk about? We covered a lot of ground. We covered Rock and Pod. Bobby called in from the Super Bowl. We did a broadcast premiere of New York Fury Dance, which you should all get. Go to NewYorkFuryMusic.com. Chris Sinzak gave us all the Rock and Pod details. We're thrilled about that. We learned about the Jericho Cruise. Michael, you've always got things going on. Yeah, I'm well... So, I, as I was saying, I hope to be back in the kiss room regularly now that Absolutely. I'm in control of my own schedule. So, uh, to connect with all you guys here regularly. But um, one thing I do want to point out is we were talking about the, uh, the you know, kiss tour dates. I really do. I mean, I've seen them like four or five times, maybe six, on this end of the road tour. But I really hope they do come back to the Philly area one more time. Because apparently, according to Keith LaRue, this is the last year. So, we know New York is going to be the final date. I hope they hit up. They haven't done Camden. They've done like Philly, Allentown, Atlantic City. I mean, would they play a place like Camden or somewhere else? They did Hershey. You know where they need to go? Stabler Arena <laughs> in Allentown, right? If you have ever been to Stabler Arena, been there, done that. Stabler Arena is the gym for Lehigh University, yeah. right? Oh, okay. The first time that I ever saw Kiss, which is late in history, was animalized. Asylum oh, tour, asylum. April first, nineteen eighty six, Stabler Arena. How cool would that be? That your last Kiss show would be where your first. That's Kiss what show I'm was. saying. That's what I want, and they have to do it. And I'll tell you, I've told the story before. Is we were just. It's because I could finally drive. 
I could drive myself there. It's small. That's not a big venue. I mean, I don't know what the numbers are if they've done remodeling since. I but nope. I saw a lot of shows there. I saw Bon Jovi on that slippery when wet tour when they My kicked it off. My first show was ACDC Fly on the Wall tour. Yeah, think about that. ACDC in a place have. like that. And I mean, think about that. Asylum tour, they literally had the logo that went floor to ceiling in a building that was not very big. That's where it should be. If their last show could be, you know, their last show is not going to be there. But if the last <laughs> show in Pennsylvania, let's say, yeah. was Stable Arena, man, I'm there. Absolutely. Then there was uh, Anthrax, Young Black Teenagers, and Primus with uh, Chuck D and Flavor Flav. Public Enemy, that was a tour that never was supposed to happen, but played there. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was a crazy lineup, and I got to meet Chuck D and Flavor Flavor that hmm. night. Nice. And I got Charlie Benante's stick. So probably, with any I did luck, say stick. Stick, I, I knew it. I was, it was too <laughs> late in the show did. for us to think of anything else. The uh, the funny thing, with with that in mind, obviously what Doc told them on Podcast Rock City, the dates will be anytime soon. So I'd imagine they've got to announce now, them soon. Between now and the end of the road. You know, the end of the road. I keep <laughs> saying the end of the road's a cul-de-sac. It just keeps going around and yeah. around and around. Well, I mean, he that's, said as long as people keep requesting them to play, They'll keep playing. But even like you said, having been there on the cruise, and you heard him say it firsthand, was the idea that, you know, we were going to do some form of it. You know, mm -hmm. everybody, and a lot of time I think people are saying, well, the end of the road means the last show. I still think they could do pop-up shows, you know, just not, they don't want to tour. You know, you don't want to be locked in a year from now to be playing Oki Schmagoki. And, and granted, look, and the hardest thing probably to admit to anybody or certainly to yourself, is that we're all older. You know, like you said, for if they're 70, to go out and haul mm -hmm. yourself around for six months, you know, on tour, you're not sleeping in your bed, you're eating whatever, you're probably yep. eating backstage, it still takes more time to get the makeup on. You know, if they can go out and maybe just do, like, one night in Las Vegas. You know, hey, look, for one night, Kiss will be in Las Vegas. We don't go to that. And Gene and Paul both also are artists. So they have a sidekick going too. Right. Yeah. Gene will be out selling <coughs> vodka and Paul oh, will be too. out doing paintings. Yep. But like even that, I'd love it if they just started doing like, you know, maybe it's a one off like a Soul Station thing. I'd love to see that. I'd Soul love to Station. see that, you know, yep. and you'd go to see that. If I mean, look, I'll go anytime I could see Gene and his solo band. That's still one of the, you know, that's that actually would be more great. fun, right? I yeah. mean, like if we could see Kiss one more time in Pennsylvania, that'd be great. And then to have those solo tours, even if it's Tommy or Eric or whoever. That's cool because you kind of get to see them do their own thing and see them shine. And just, uh, it's, you get a lot of the unexpected. Where if you go see a Kiss show, you kind of know what you're getting. Right. As great well, as that's it even, is. even that, if they did, like, let's say Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer went out. Don't yeah. call it Kiss. Just say it's Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer. We got a different lead singer, but they do a couple Kiss songs. I'd go to see that. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, Bruce Kulitz band does. Bruce, I don't know why he doesn't take that out like on a regular tour. He, I mean, I guess he's got the Grand Funk thing, and that's probably a pretty good, you know, it's a good side thing for him. But, man, that Bruce Kulick band's hot every time. Yeah. Yep. You know, I don't know why they couldn't play theaters. Like, I mean, I don't know that he's going to sell out, like, the, the Link, you know, but then we don't have to fight with Taylor Swift fans to get yeah. tickets. So Taylor who? <laughs> right. Absolutely. The girl right. that broke the internet. I know, right? Well, t tell me about it. My daughter is 17. She wanted tickets. I'll tell you, we didn't get anywhere near it. You know, it's like, sorry, man. 
I do have one Taylor Swift story real quick. Uh-oh. So I went to go see Barry Manilow a few years back, and I was trying to leave the Wells Fargo Center, but Taylor Swift had just played the link. <laughs> so you have all these like girls in cut-off shorts holding up traffic because think about how many people are in the link. That's like tens of thousands of people, and it took forever to get back home. Just going from <laughs> South Philly to just Center City because of all of these young female fans. Who Plus, just you have all Taylor frazzled Swift. dads who are now taking home a car full of screaming girls. <laughs> girls, you have to be quiet so I can drive. <laughs> Dad! Yeah, they, they I are, can't hear my next turn. It is a unique fan base, that's for sure. It's <laughs> oh, pretty great. Now, look, I know a couple of you in the in the chat room were saying play one more New York Fury. I think we're out of time for one more oh, song. Oh, no, it's Swifty. But what we're going to do is, and, you know, there's a picture of Taylor Swift in the chat room. She really is beautiful. I think Taylor Swift's awesome. And talent. So, look, we're not ripping on Taylor Swift. I'm just saying. She's good. But the uh, tune in Saturday night, Midnight Madness. I'll play a bunch of New York Fury for you. All right? Fury Queen's in there. I, I know. You're all, I can see you. You're, it's on the internet. Perfect. So look, Michael, any last minute thoughts? No, just you know, visit me at michaelcappuccini.com. Look forward to being back here in the Kiss Room. I'm happy to be back. This is my one of my happy places, and I love being with Matt Porter. And You're not going to spell it out? Well, First time you spelled it? Well, out. it's the internet, right? So you've got <laughs> we'll my name the up link. there. <laughs> but yeah, visit me there and uh, just have it be part of the Kiss family, and let's hope for an awesome 2023 for all Kiss fans. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Dale, any last minute thoughts? My thoughts burn. I'm shot. shot. I ain't got no more for you. Well, see, you know, the funny thing, and you're probably tired from carrying around that heavyweight belt. Yeah, you wouldn't believe, you know, people tried to roll me for it. <laughs> I'm in a wheelchair. Good it, luck with you that. You can't pin him because he's got the chair right behind him. So that's why he can't yep. be stripped of the belt. So <laughs> The people, champ is forever. I'm going to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank Chris Sinzak for calling in. Thanks, Bobby Dreyer, for calling in. Thank you to New York Fury for letting me play the world broadcast premiere of their song, Dance. You should go to NewYorkFury.com, NewYorkFuryMusic.com, and get that CD. And like I said, when you order your Nashville Rock and Pod tickets at Nashville, but just go to Rock, the letter N, Pod.com, Rock and Pod. If you put the promo code, the Kiss Room, you will get a discount. Actually, I do have one final thought. Thank you, Bobby, for your co-host position. <laughs> you rule. Bobby, we enjoyed having you on Harem, although as, as everybody figured out, it was pre-recorded because he's in Arizona. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to everybody who joins in the fun every time in the Kiss Room. Thanks for everybody that keeps it real by posting comments, sharing my links, having the most fun time. Have a happy Valentine's Day. Whether you love, whether you hate, love somebody, give them a hug. You know, it's not all about just one day out of the year where, oh, look, here's, you know, be love every day. And it doesn't have to be all smoochy smoochy. Just find somebody, give them a hug. You never know who needs it, whose day you're going to brighten. Okay, so look, have the best time ever. We'll see you again next month right here in the Kiss Room. You're a rock star on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. Me. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, 
You better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans, we love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. Any last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? No, but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'd be weird.